Three, two, one. Awkward rambles. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> this just keeps getting better and better. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Rambles, the podcast where we keep rambling until it gets awkward. Uh, how are you guys? Hope you guys are all doing well. We are going to dive straight back into part two of last week's socially distancing episode. Um, so last week we were talking about social media uh, because Moses had brought up the article, The Wall Street of Facebook. Was that the title? of the article you don't remember <laughs> you're the you're the one who brought... okay never why mind. you gotta put me on the spot like that just say we we're talking about an article and leave it at that i mean you were the inspiration for this these this two-part episode so i thought mm. i'd just give you the credit but okay never mind mm. um anyway. give me the credit you put me on the spot now i mean look like i don't read thanks mandy <laughs> don't worry i don't read either um but anyway so we ended up completely not talking about social media as much. I mean, we, we did, but we kind of highlighted and gave you guys a very educational and insightful history of all the wonderful, I guess, social platforms that we are very familiar with and use. So we thought we'd go back to the pros and cons kind of of social media because as Moses mentioned previously, we kind of live in a very interesting time period where we've had social media and we also experienced life without. So Moses, what do you think are the pros and cons of, you know, you know, us experiencing both sides of that world? You know, what are the things that you wish, you know, social media never happened or you're very grateful for? neither i'm honestly on neither side of those like okay. social media is just this thing that's become a very integral part of life as it is today it has its good points it has its mm -hmm. bad points i i'm not at, i'm not at a place where i where i would think oh i wish we never had social media but i'm not at a place either where i'm like super grateful to social media yeah it's helped me out but it's also caused genocides and freaking really led to like who knows how many how many deaths how many mental illnesses how many mm. social changes it's definitely kind of what's turned america into what america is right now so mm. it's yeah i don't really know i don't really know how to describe my views on social media because it's just like just like a person it's like multifaceted it has its it has its positives it has its negatives yeah. it's yeah i don't feel like it's one way or another though it does kind of feel like the thought of social media is i feel like it should be more of a positive but i would say the way social media is implemented and the way it's used by these massive corporations mostly facebook kind of makes you feel like it ain't the one it's yeah. kind of feels like it's leading us down this path where we don't want to go because 
Yeah, social media has just become so important into everyday lives, into people's lives. Like the weirdest things to see is like if you're on like TikTok or Instagram or something like that, and then people talk, and then like someone's account gets banned or someone's account gets like blocked or locked or whatever because of what the companies themselves arbitrarily deemed to be like objectionable content or whatever. And these people are like having these breakdowns, just like, this is my livelihood and Mm. you're taking it away from me. Not even without any real explanation or any, or any recourse or any way to like fix things. And it's just like, it shouldn't, it feels like it shouldn't be at a point where your entire livelihood comes from social media but it is like that and it feels like it's gearing more towards that where now it's just you can become rich and famous from just like posting videos online Mm. and everything but the minute but then you it's all at the mercy of this corporation or just like we don't like the content you're throwing out right now so you're gone and then it's just they're screwed their lives are essentially ruined because that was like their only source of income and everything like that so yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy because on one hand anyone with a smartphone can make it because of social media but Mm -hmm. on the other hand in the blink of an eye it can just completely upend your life in in the worst way possible so Mm -hmm. yeah i feel we have or Social media just has way too much power over people's daily lives and everything, especially yeah. when it comes to young children. Yeah. Or who, who are like growing. Like we grew up before the age of social media. So I feel like it doesn't have as powerful of an impact on us, even though it still does. Mm-hmm. But for kids who born after the dawn of social media and are living through it right now, it's just it's just terrible because you have all these impressionable kids viewing everything through a very filtered lens, pun intended, mm-hmm. a very filtered lens of social media where we're all like, where all these young girls are seeing all these Instagram models and all these Instagrams, like personalities looking mm-hmm. amazing and all this kind of stuff. And it's, and like 80% of the time it's, it's most likely fake. Mm-hmm. it's not real but it sets this unbelievable standard in their minds like i need to look like that even though not necessarily that person even looks like that because of filters angles lightings all that kind of stuff yeah and it, i feel like it just we're gonna see like a whole new type of like mental disorders we're probably already seeing seeing them because of social media mm. and it feels like we've lost an aspect of society now because everyone because you just you can easily meet someone online which can be problematic at times because it was problematic back in the day all the times like if you're on aim and stuff you're meeting a new person and you're just like oh this person's great but that person ends up being like a 45 year old pervert who's just trying to like hit up young girls or young boys or whatever Mm -hmm. and now that can still happen even in a more scary fashion as well. But yeah, it's it's wild what social media can do. Cause like it does it's done so much good. And on the flip side, it's done so much bad. Yeah, definitely. 
but would you would you say that it's more like all social media platforms are kind of on the same level in terms of that or would you say one's worse than another Mm, I feel I think most would be the same like I it's really hard because it's a like it's one of those things that you're kind of really torn between because like you said we I think I would personally like to think that for us if social media was to suddenly completely stop and disappear from this world Hmm. we would actually be able to survive because we we once lived with the you know alternative and you know we know that that kind of stuff we don't necessarily need or is not the only thing that we've grown up with but for the younger generation I do think it's like you said it's the only thing that they know and and I would how to it's hard because it is good like you said it's good because like instagram twitter facebook whatever tumblr they have allowed different types of audience and i guess people using it users to put out things that they wanted to put out like their own content and it's allowed more opportunities Mm -hmm. but then you know, there is that flip side where there's just so much of the darker side of social media that is really, really scary if we look mm. very deep into it. And when you mentioned about, oh, you know, people, the youngest children, like seeing all these influences and thinking, oh, wow, I wish I was like them and not realizing that, you know, they have filters or photoshopped and stuff but then I guess you know back in when we were younger it was magazines but then those weren't just as accessible so it was Mm. kind of semi-okay but the problem now is everything is so accessible that even if you were a parent who was like okay I don't want you to be able to use this or that it's really hard because imagine as a young teen and all your friends have a smartphone and they all have Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. But you are the only one without. I don't think you would fit in. I'm not saying that, oh, you have to fit in. But when you're at that age, it is all about, you know, making friends and how to stay in in the, I guess, social groups. Um and only when you grow older do you realize those kind of things might not be important or you found a group of people that you can be comfortable enough with that those kind of things don't matter. But because nowadays kids are all, like majority are surrounded by this kind of stuff, I just think it's very hard. And because it everyone does it, like they're literally absorbing all this information but with no way to actually filter it out. And that's kind of scary because you have these 14-year-old kids as influencers themselves, but they aren't completely educated on things that they're talking about or telling people, in, telling, like sharing to other people that, mm. you know, they have, they probably have like a million followers and they're just saying things off the top of their head 
it's not even just young people it's it's adults as well exactly yeah that's that's even worse like it's one thing to hear a hear a young person say and just be like hmm that's dubious you're too young i feel like you're too young to know what you're talking about so i'm gonna have to check that but when an adult says that you're more inclined to believe especially when people freaking hide behind like bs titles and stuff because i've seen i've seen such a fair share of like videos posts and stuff by quote-unquote doctors telling people like giving them like health advice medical advice stuff like that and then when you dig deeper into that person you find out they're not like an md they're they have like a doctorate in chiropractic as a chiropractor Mm. so they're a doctor but a chiropractor doctor Mm. but they're getting like that but they're giving like medical advice and life and, and like health advice yeah but they're very slick about how they portray themselves. I'll just call themselves, oh, I'm Dr. Mike or I'm Dr. John. But it's like, yeah, but you got a doctorate in, as a chiropractor. That's not mm-hmm. the same. And it's stuff like that that just yeah. leads to such dangerous misinformation. It's crazy. Oh, definitely. I mean, technically, if I went and got a PhD, I would be a doctor too. But yeah. it would be in like textile design. So like that would be completely useless. And, and that's that's the kind of you know the disappointing and um unfortunate side of social media is where people rely so on much on it and it's so accessible that they just believe it straight away mm-hmm. and the young kids they don't realize that oh we need to fact check like us we're thinking no way that's a bit stupid and then we either don't believe it fully mm-hmm. or we we go and search it up and make sure it is legit but the kids don't do that because it's so easy to just click and be like, okay, watch this. Oh, this is fun. And then watch something else. I feel like not even, again, not even just kids. I feel like that's like, I would say 90% of people plainly, adults, old people, yeah, children, don't really, especially when they're seeing something like on, on like a Facebook or on Twitter, they'll just believe what's being said immediately. And I've been mm. guilty of that as well. Uh, seeing something, yeah. believing it, and then finding out later that, oh, it wasn't even true. Yeah. And also these days, you know, with the, you know, the, the how fast, the, you know, people's lifestyles are, especially I've noticed in, you know, Asian media, they make full-on clips, original full-on clips, and they just cut it short to show the most precise thing, right? Hmm. And many times... Oh, damn these people who edit these videos they it can be very dishonest selectively edited yeah yeah because yeah. this reminds me actually of the time when covid like in korea hit really badly and i remember seeing this news article and it lit- it was maybe like a two minute youtube clip or something on facebook and it was bashing foreigners for not wearing masks or not take like just not caring so that yeah. like it in the video it was in busan Heunde, oh, on the beach okay yeah. and then yeah. there's people like swimming and there's koreans and the interviewers like interviewing people and going oh you know why you're like how are you coping with covid why are you wearing a mask and they're like oh and the, the locals are saying oh well you know we got to do our bit you know to help the country so and so 
and then you they film this blurred out foreigner who's not wearing a mask and they just said oh it's too hot and stuffy to wear a mask so you know I just want to enjoy my time and I was like thinking okay that is really one it's really weird because I don't know did you I feel like for the Korean people they might have just asked them straight up and be like hey you should put a mask on and then interviewed them because I then found another clip on the same YouTube channel and literally in the background you see not just foreigners there's Korean people in the in the ocean with no mask on mm-hmm. and there's also some foreigners wearing masks and so for me it just into like immediately I just thought wait a minute that makes no sense because you went out your way to just straight up go up to a foreigner and just interviewed them but mm. you pretty much probably gave a Korean person the chance to wear their mask before you interviewed them it could have mm. I mean it might not have been so but yeah. it just didn't seem legit but then they cut it just so that they could show that bit you know mm. and then I was reading their comments and oh, the people were going crazy, like, oh, you know, why would you come to our country and screw things up for us? You should just go back. And, like, those kind of things. And mm-hmm. it's just, it frustrates me when social media is used in that way to create more hate between people, mm-hmm. especially in a pandemic where we should have all been working together to mm-hmm. overcome this. But yet we still decide, well, not not all of us, but mm. the media still decides to yeah. use this opportunity to create hate amongst each other. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, dude, literally, we are living in the same country right now. I am doing my best just as much as you are, and probably even more, to be safe. Because if I don't be safe and I get kicked out of this country, I'm literally probably might not be able to come back, you know? So I don't, yeah, I disagree with some of the methods that social Mm. media is being used and manipulates people's minds, especially the ones that either don't know better or are, I guess, kind of... They know better, but they know better, but they just, they don't care because it will give them the views that they need to make the money that they want to make. Also, they target the weaker people, you know, the people Mm. who are mentally weak, as in oh, they just think, oh, they need some kind of support and they've gained some kind of mental stability from, you know, reading these kind of things or absorbing these kind of informations. And it's scary because, the, you know, this is how, I guess this is how cults and crazy things happen and yeah. is not good. Um, not yeah. I mean, um, the one thing I'm always terrified of is, like comment sections it's like the worst place to be in is a comment section oh yeah and korean comment sections are just some of the vilest things you'll ever encounter i feel like in my time which Mm. is quite bad like comment sections in general are pretty trash yeah but it's it's amazing how much vitriol and hate can come out of like a korean comment section because like, it's not korean, just like to yeah, yeah and it's was, not just to like that like other like foreign people it's to their own people too and it's just like what? That's what I'm saying, yeah like the number of the number of celebrities like the number of 
the number of celebrities, famous people, not even all that famous people, the number of people who have killed themselves because of the hate that's been thrown at them from online, from social media. Like I just, I remember earlier last year or late last year or something around that, because you know I enjoy my volleyball, mm. and so there was this one player on this one one team on on the um, Hyundai Gongso team, the Suwon team. She apparently like killed herself in the off season because of like a lot of like hate that she was receiving from from the internet and stuff like that, and I was just like. This is this is terrible, and I yeah. know, like, because the word keyboard warriors really applies well to like a lot of people here, especially because yeah. it's such a connected age, such an online age, and there's all this crazy, like all this crazy online stuff. Just hearing students like nowadays when you ask them, "Oh, what do you want to be?" and they're like, "I want to be a YouTuber, or I want to be a influencer, and stuff like that," and it's just. And times have changed, but then, but then I think about it, like, would would any of you kids even be prepared for like the kind of crap you're gonna take from mm. being for being uh, an online media person? Because people are so quick they to are. just pile on you for oh, yeah. any mistake you make when it comes to the internet. Like they will end your career if you mm. make a mistake. Yeah, it's wild. And I also just think that you know, not just celebrities, but general people here don't have enough mental health support to deal don't with that backlash. You know, so like, like for like, I would think, okay, if you, I don't know, if like, I don't know, back at home, but like, if for me, I just feel like I would be more reassured to think if this was to happen to me and I had all this crazy backlash at me, at least I would feel. Somewhat comfortable enough mm. to know that okay, there's probably some kind of place that I can go to talk about and get counseling and um, to overcome this. But here, mental health is still such a big taboo that mm. it's so hard, and it, it does break my heart every time I hear about a celebrity because you read the comments and people are just like, "Oh, it's so sad," blah blah blah, and then and then next thing you know, you read an article and there's people. Bashing another mm. celebrity, mm. and I'm like, what? What the? Did you guys not just? I mean, I guess it's not the same. It's not the same bunch of yeah. people, but still, it is. It is yeah. insane. And I'm like, oh my god, she gained two kilograms. She's getting so fat now. Like, what is wrong with her? She needs to try harder to make every to make her group look better. She's not trying hard enough. That's why she keeps gaining weight. Da, 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 da. You should get this fat pig off of the, out of the group. Stuff like that. And it's just it's insane. Insane. Or when they do or they when they do lose weight, they're like, oh Onni, why are you not eating enough? Like why are you starving yourself? That doesn't mm, look healthy. Mm. What kind of influence are you putting for the young children? And you're like, excuse me, you literally were the same people that told her that she was fat. Or like really ridiculous ones where they're like really obsessed with you know their oppas and they're like oh and he he gets married and then you're like you let us down like why would you get married and I'm like dude do you guys not plan to get married like what are you planning to do for the like the rest of your life do you not have a boyfriend or girlfriend like what is is he's not your they're not your possessions I mean yes you contribute to their 
I guess, some of their thing, but it's their hard work as well. So surely as a, you know, as a decent fan, you should be happy that they found happiness too and they could keep providing you with good content. And But it's so toxic. It's crazy. As far as they're concerned, these idols are their property in their minds. They're, they're my boyfriend. They're my girlfriend. All yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, fandom can get so toxic so fast. But then I also do think that is also the way Korean social media makes that happen because they make it such a you know you the amount of k-pop groups that i used to support that every time you talk to them or they talk about their contract because they love talking about they're like oh yeah we have a dating ban contract you're like like because you make that a thing it seems like such a taboo for you to be dating but like you know western artists we don't, we don't care back then, like Rihanna, Chris Brown, and like, oh, whoever and whoever, you know, it was such a normal thing. And we didn't, like, we still admired them, but their private lives were still their, pri- like, private lives. Obviously, there I was probably some. Of all the couples you could have picked, you had to say <laughs> Rihanna, Chris Brown, really? I couldn't of pick all one. the couples? I mean, the I... one that ended the worst out of <laughs> most couples is that's the one you're gonna use as an example i don't ask me why that was the only one i could think of because i was thinking oh jennifer aniston and brad pitt but then that was like not i mean yeah i guess that works too um did they get back to get no they didn't no no people could have been like beyonce jay's no not that one either (laughs) but you know what i mean like even though we're talking about it it's not a big deal to us what what happens to them you know I think it's, I think it's like an, I'm not exactly sure, but I feel like it's more of an Eastern like mentality, more so than a Western mentality about like, cause it's not just Korea. I I would say it's, that happens a lot with Japanese groups, like, like idol groups and stuff like that. I don't really know about China because, because the news that Chinese government is like cracking down on fan clubs and, 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 um, did you hear about that though? I think I'm like all the all the all the crazy crackdowns that the Chinese government is not implementing, they they're pretty much only allowing kids to play video games for one hour a day on the weekends and holidays. Um, they're banning effeminate men from TV and social mm. media. They're banning um, <laughs> what is it? They're they're banning fan clubs and fan groups. Like, because they feel like idols are given too much praise when people should be more concerned about their own lives and their and their place in society. Mm. They're they're banning animation that has questionable content. Well, not even just animation, but but animation and like a lot of media that considered that's considered to have questionable content and stuff like that. So, China's a different bag. I mean. Some people might think, oh, that's like very uh, like obsessive or like too excessive, too obsessive and excessive. Um, but I mean, if it helps these people live a better life or like change their, not even live a better life, but change their mentality a bit about how things are. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because what is right, what is wrong? You're stifling people's abilities to do what they want if it doesn't really hurt anyone else. But in the long run, 
No, I mean, that's that's a tricky, that's a tricky slope. This in the long run kind of stuff, because because it's just kind of like saying putting child mode on, I don't know, YouTube. So then they can't look at. But because like if you think, I mean, if it's like like for the anime thing, for example, if they're gonna just block things that you know have, because anime can be freaking weird and like yeah, you but know, it's the government's. It's the government's idea of what's questionable. Like, if it's anti-government or it's if it's anti-like communist, then that would be considered questionable. Or if it's pro-democratic or pro-capitalism, that's considered. It's the it's the fact that it's the government that gets to choose what we consider to be appropriate or not appropriate for you is the questionable thing. But again, that's coming from a that's coming from a Western mindset. I can under I can understand that they're like this is for the betterment of our people and whatnot but it's kind of hard mm. to tell half the time if i mean it is betterment. hard because because you know we have we have very opposite ways of doing things in mm-hmm. you know both cultures and one could say that one is right and one is wrong but honestly as a person looking at it from both sides neither are doing very well so i was like well you guys just figure it out as long as you're not hurting anyone and you know it's okay it's it's going to an extreme like everything seems always go to the extreme rather than like a nice middle ground which i mean yeah i mean i think a nice middle ground is us finding our own island and creating our own like country in itself but that's, that's not extreme. gonna be possible <laughs> that's, that's like me that's, like that's what i mean like in order to gain that middle ground it's like we have to go to extreme ways to do it and so at this point in the, you know in the world i just don't know anymore things are people tell me like my parents tell me like news and then my friends tell me things and obviously I hear things from other people and I'm just like I I honestly at this point I don't even have the energy to process this stuff or even care to be honest because it just seems like you guys are all everyone is fucking up no one is perfect and no one is doing the right thing so I'm just gonna do my bit and hope for the best you know um anyway going back to this uh did you watch that documentary social dilemma nope it was talking about those um it was obviously talking about social media but it was talking about those um social algorithms that give us the lovely and beautiful ads that we get um and that was kind of trippy because it was it was talking about how um all of us actually have our own little cyber world person, like mm-hmm. our identity. And each of us actually have different things. So what me and you see on our phones and social media is completely different. And even oh, most definitely, yeah. And like even within amongst family, even if you were like in the same household, it was like completely different stuff. Mm-hmm. And going back to the fact that these young kids, they're probably assuming that all their friends are looking at the same things and seeing the same information only to realize that actually, no, this algorithm thing just collects all this data, creates Mm. this you, and then at some point they would make you have common 
you know, common ground with someone else. But then if they want to, in any moment, they can pit you against someone else. And YouTube it's is really... a perfect example of that. How just watching one video can send you down a rabbit hole of just any, anything whatsoever. Hmm. And it's just crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's not like, oh my God, that's shocking. It's like, oh my God, it's probably true. And that's what makes it even crazier because at least for us, we might have the capacity to think, oh, we probably, you know, we shouldn't believe everything that mm -hmm. we see. But like you said, there are people out there who don't think that's legit and just continue the way they're living. And yeah, I don't know. It's, oh man, the future is just kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> scary. It is so scary. That is also one of the reasons why I'm like, I don't want to raise a kid in this kind of social media infested world because the world itself, the real world itself is, is already kind of fucked up. Mm -hmm. But the social media world is not doing so well either. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, again, it has its good points, but then like it feels like a lot of times the worst of it can really easily outshine the best of it. Yeah. Like one, the one job I feel like I would really hate to have is to be, what would you call it? Like a content curator or like a content filterer at Facebook. Like these are the people who actually like have to watch all the things that get posted onto Facebook and whatnot to see if it's appropriate. So you mm. can end up seeing just the wildish, because apparently they have like a massive turnover rate at that job. Because one, they don't have enough people doing it. And two, it is such a stressful job for people because then you can just see the most messed up things. You could see freaking children being beheaded, um, animals getting skinned. There's a lot of shit that people try to post on Facebook that has to get, that has to get filtered out. And there's a peep, and a lot of times they just use algorithms to do it, but algorithms tend to do a shitty job of it. So, and so they also have people who do it. And so there's these people who are just sitting around, like having to watch just all sorts of content, and it just it it fucks with their minds. It's scary. It's like being it's like being yelled at for a whole twenty, I don't know, for a whole nine hour shift at a customer mm. call center. It's like oh just God. sitting at a, at a bus bench and just having like the entire world's pervert just coming up to you like, you want to see something really cool? And that kind of thing. It's just it's terrifying. It's terrifying. At least I think for that, I'd be like, oh, wow, your things, what am I looking at? There's nothing there. Like, at least I could joke about that. But seeing kids being beheaded, like, what do you do with that information? Like, do you, can you like send the police to arrest these people? Or do you just like let it slide and be like, well, okay, this is bad shit. You most likely won't know where it, where it happened or who's involved. It's just like, it just, it gets just, it just gets randomly posted on the internet. And I think that's be a like, creepy thing too. Like there's all this stuff, like this dark side of the internet that, you know, the there's all this web. stuff yet. Oh, yeah. And like, but then yet nothing's being done about it. And you just have to question why. Like, if you know about it, and also like with tracking, I'm pretty sure if you're using any digital thing, you can be tracked. And yet somehow, 
it can't, and these bad people are just getting away with shit. I mean, to an extent. That's why we should all invest in VPNs. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's I feel what an weird. episode! What a way to. I feel really depressed right now. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I guess we'll end this part two of a socially socially distancing episode by distancing ourselves from. This episode. I need, I, yeah, this episode. I need it. I probably should just try a social detox because, oh, but it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. But let's have a happy episode next week. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. Yeah, I guess I hope you guys aren't too depressed and um about our future <laughs> and the future of our gen- like future generations. Um. But yeah, everyone, just don't trust what you see on the on those platforms man and stay safe don't do anything crazy and upload it on the web (laughs) do your research Mm. do your research that's all i got to say anyway thanks for tuning in everybody um don't feel like you have to join us on our social medias Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. i promise you our content is normal that's all i can say but anyway until next time guys Stay safe. Bye. See you guys. (laughs)